When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PFF NFL Daily. It is your Sunday post four o'clock instant reaction with Sam and Steve. Sam, let's get into it. Week six, as always, some upsets, some crazy games. But the most recent thing that we just saw, the Buffalo Bills moving to five and one with the win over the Kansas City Chiefs. Another exciting game. Didn't have as many points as the divisional round last year, but it just another game that delivered, man. It just felt like every possession Every play really mattered, and the Bills sealed the deal with Teron Johnson. Game-ending interception of Patrick Mahomes to seal the win for the Bills. Yeah, fascinating game. I think conclusively proved that whatever the records are at the end of this week, those are the two best teams in the NFL. You know, Philadelphia, okay, they've got a chance to come in and answer. With their own divisional game, you know, a strong win against Dallas maybe would make you think twice about that. But these two teams both looked fantastic. And the fact that they were able to get it done – using defense, you know, as a bigger part of the equation overall. It wasn't just an arena league game where endless points, every drive was a touchdown, whoever had the ball last was going to win. We were watching a game where defense was a much bigger part of this. And in particular, you know, those additions that Buffalo has made, Von Miller having a huge impact and sort of changing the way or the dynamic of that whole matchup. And and first round rookie Kair Elam, he had the interception early in the game, end zone interception against Mahomes. Uh, look, again, it was, I think you're right. I mean, you see Von Miller's impact. You see some of the additions that the Bills made. Chiefs are still a good team. I, I, we'll, we'll still need to see more from the Chiefs. I don't think they're going to be lacking offensively. But, you know, every now and again, I think they do miss the the big plays that Tyree Kill brings to the table. In this game, though, it was Juju Smith-Schuster who just kept breaking away from the defense, creating those chunk plays. So they still had that. They still had the end of the half. You know, here's 12 seconds. Let's just flip the field, get to that 62-yarder. Yeah. That was incredible. Did it 13 seconds last time. It's 12 seconds this time. And then we knock a 62-yarder through that would have been good from 70-plus. Like, the the height that that ball went over the posts at was absurd. It was like halfway up the goalpost still at 62 yards. An insane boom. And there were people saying on Twitter that that was against the wind as well. Like, I don't I don't know how true or That's not that is in, in Arrowhead yeah. or... Yeah, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe that wasn't actually true once you get to field level or whatever. But if that was even vaguely a factor, again, just an absolutely ridiculous kick. And I just want to say the game-winning touchdown by Josh Allen. What a dime. A laser beam to an absolute, to a dime. That's why they call it a dime. To a dime in the end zone to Dawson Knox for the touchdown. So great game. As always, we'll have the full breakdown tomorrow morning on the PFF NFL podcast. Other surprises this week. Maybe it's not a surprise for Giants fans. 24 to 20, they move to 5 and 1 over the Baltimore Ravens. We have a couple upsets with the New York Jets and the Pittsburgh Steelers beating the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Bucks, respectively. But start with the Giants, man. They find a way to do it again with defensive stops late in the game against the Ravens. 
Yeah, I think this was their most impressive win. I, I know, you know, they beat Green Bay, but I think that said more about the Packers than it did about the Giants in that particular game. But I was ready to call this their most impressive game, even if they lost it. You know, if they had actually performed well, performed the same, and Lamar Jackson hadn't thrown the ball away or hadn't fumbled the ball uh, with the, the Kayvon Thibodeau strip sack, I was still ready to say that this was the most impressive Giants game of the season because the opposition was Baltimore and because of how well they did at slowing down that Ravens offense and actually getting something done of their own. The fact that they were able to get those two late turnovers and turn this into a win instead of a, a sort of a moral victory and defeat yeah, look, I, the Giants keep winning, and we can quibble and debate as to how good they are in in reality, you know, over the course of the season, but these wins keep stacking up, and they have that run of relatively easy teams later on the schedule. They're going to win quite a lot of games, you know, this season. Yeah, impressive effort from the Giants. Saquon Barkley with the game-winning touchdown, and Daniel Jones making just enough plays. They're, they're doing it. it it's I don't want to say they're ugly wins. They're just, they're not flashy. They're certainly not flashy, but Wink Martindale, that defense making huge plays when needed. It does feel like from the Ravens perspective, you know, Mark Andrews does his superhuman stuff every single week. Does feel like they're missing that second or third playmaker every now and again. Lamar tries to do too much. And that's exactly what happened late in the game. Lamar, bad. There's a bad snap there. He's picking it up, rolls out to makes a bad decision. And then he had the fumble on the game winning touchdown drive it does feel like Lamar is trying to do a little bit too much for the Ravens and they got to figure out hey where else are they going to get some offense from as always the NFL actions in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL I know I uh I faked you out there so we're talking touchdowns big plays even bigger wins new customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do if that's not enough everyone could boost their winnings in DraftKings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays right now for every leg you can add uh, you add, you could boost your winnings for up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you could throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PFF only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. apply. See show notes for details. Go ahead, Sam. Sorry. No, no, no. We're done. We can move on to the next, uh, the next thing from this weekend. Well, I think the the Steelers, you know, maybe salvaging their season against the Tampa Bay Bucks with their entire secondary depleted. They win yeah. 20 to 18. And then the Packers, they lose to the Jets. The Jets earn the win 27 to 10. We got to do it from that perspective. Jets move into four and two and uh, a lot of excitement in New York in general right now. Yeah, a lot of excitement for the Jets and kind of crisis moments for both those teams, really. The the Packers, it's been coming for a while. Obviously, they lost to the Giants as well. But now, Tampa Bay, we've been kind of saying that, all right, look, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries through the season, offensive linemen, wide receivers. They'll eventually get this thing sorted, right the ship, and they will still be one of the best teams in the NFC. That's not what we saw today. Like they had quite a lot of uh, their receiving core was back and, and ready to roll and playing well, and they still couldn't get it done against the Pittsburgh team who, as you said, were missing basically their entire secondary. Um, and they then lost their quarterback. Now, yeah, you can argue that there basically isn't a functional difference at the moment between Kenny Pickett, the rookie, and Mitchell Trubisky, but it's it's almost irrelevant. Like the you know it's it's Kenny Pickett or Trubisky. Neither of those guys should be beating Tom Brady in a you know, one-on-one matchup, but Trubisky goes out there and just keeps hitting high leverage third down 
plays and and keeps Tom Brady off the field. Yeah, there were. I mean, it was one of those games. A lot. The Steelers did a lot of things well. Big kickoff return. Uh, it Chase Claypool just you know converting two huge third downs. Credit to Claypool. Credit to, credit to Mitchell Trubisky from making those plays. And then the Pittsburgh defense, man. This was probably the best their defense has looked all season, and it was with all their backups in the secondary. No T.J. Watt. They just played yeah. fundamentally sound, and the the Bucks should have had their receivers running wide open in the secondary, but they did not. Brady had a tough time moving the ball at all with that offense, so got to credit the Steelers there. And then uh, again with the Jets, every week I'm just kind of reminding myself, hey, the Jets are different, right? It looks like they've got players. Sauce Gardner again showing what he can do. Quinn and Williams making big plays. You know, outside of one drive, really making life unbelievably difficult for the Packers offense today. So got to credit the Jets, man. And then, you know, getting it done on special teams as well. Yeah, Yeah, like Green Bay's special teams unit went back to that whole, you know, failing. They they couldn't get above the F level of just not screwing it up in the course of the game. And that was a big problem today. We have the Atlanta Falcons upsetting the San Francisco 49ers. Remember last year, we, we couldn't put our finger on who the best team was in the NFL. This is... It's not the same thing, but it's kind of like, hey, every time we're we're elevating a team, hey, the Niners are looking good. They're, they get knocked off by the Atlanta Falcons, who you know remain feisty and are now tied again for the for the lead in the NFC South. Uh, you know, you have surprises like that. New England with Bailey Zappi under center puts up thirty eight points to beat the Browns. It wasn't even that close. Uh, they pulled away yeah. late, but it really wasn't that close for much of the game. Any other big surprises or games that stood out to you that uh, on this Sunday? No, not really. I think those two were, were definitely the, the most impressive. The the Falcons showing up and, okay, them putting up 28 against the league's best defense was notable, but also their defense actually showing up and getting some stops in there, which was the, the side of that game I really didn't expect them to have a chance in. That definitely stood out. Um, and then somehow the Indianapolis Colts in fourth quarters of the season just keep turning it around. Like they have been down and down bad in a lot of second half games so far this year and keep figuring it out figuring out a way to get it done in the fourth quarter it's it, a couple of weeks ago we were joking that the entire league is two and two well we've got the afc north leaders the ravens and bengals both at three and three big win by the bengals coming back against the saints nfc south leaders falcons and bucks both at three and three the nfc west has the 49ers rams and seahawks now all at three and three Last two years, number one seed in the NFC, the Packers, they're at three and three. The Vikings, they had a huge win against the Dolphins today. They go to five and one. A lot of three and three around the NFL. A lot of good football still to be played here, Sam. So as always, three and three, it's the new new two and two. It's the new two and two. As always, we'll have the full breakdown on the PFF NFL podcast bright and early, 7 a.m. Monday morning. But for now, it's the PFF NFL Daily.